I want to take this episode to acknowledge the shambles that our world is in right now. We are already facing an incredibly historic and uncertain pandemic, and in the midst of this, we now have dangerous riots happening all across the country that started after the death of a black man named George Floyd, who was suffocated to death after he was arrested for possessing a counterfeit $20 bill. A police officer knelt on his neck for nearly 8 minutes and 46 seconds, even though George Floyd was clearly expressing that he was being suffocated and he couldn't breathe. Racism is something that has been present in this country for 400 years. This individual story is unfortunately one of many, many, many innocent human beings that have lost their lives to excessive police force, and this is just part of the problem. As the Los Angeles Times put it, about one in a thousand black men and boys in America can expect to die at the hands of police according to a new analysis of deaths involving law enforcement officers. That makes them two and a half times more likely than white men and boys to die during an encounter with cops. We are at a point in our lives where innocent people of color have to fear for their lives when they want to go for a run or simply a walk to the store or even sleep peacefully in their own homes. Racism has not gotten worse. It is simply being filmed. I want to acknowledge the power social media has in spreading information and how the virality of unjust deaths such as George Floyd, Ahmaud Arbery, Breonna Taylor, and countless others has brought us together. It is in times of chaos that our character shines. Your voice is needed now more than ever. Your voice goes hand in hand with your actions. Our country is at war with itself. I was reading an article from Australia about the riots happening in the United States, and from an international perspective, they ended their article with, and I quote, Riots are complex. These ones will burn themselves out, but the bitterness will remain for decades. The background of deep racism matters, but also looting is a crime. Nobody can doubt, though, that they show that the United States is deeply divided and damaged. So what can we do to help? What can you do to help? Who do you need to be to create profound change and impact in a time like this? People of color have been begging and pleading for our help, but up until now, we have allowed the privilege due to the color of our skin blind us from our equivalent humanity. The first thing that we can do, first and foremost, is to check up on our family, friends, acquaintances, any person of color that you know, and tell them that they matter, that you stand for them, that you see them for their humanity, and that they will no longer live in a world where the oppression of their existence is tolerated. Even if it's a daggering stare or glance against them, those little things matter. It is clear and has been clear for centuries that the people of color in our nation are deeply wounded and traumatized by completely unjust treatment towards them after arriving in America 400 years ago. That's not a long time. According to researchers covered in the New York Times, 
trauma can leave a chemical mark on a person's genes, which then is passed down to subsequent generations. The mark doesn't directly damage the gene, there's no mutation. Instead, it alters the mechanism by which the gene is converted into functioning proteins or expressed. The alteration isn't genetic, it's epigenetic. In other words, trauma can be heritable. And the trauma that has been faced by colored people and the trauma they continue to face is passed down generation to generation. I will never understand what trauma due to having dark colored skin feels like and I can only imagine. All I can do is think that if I were in those shoes and if every day I was treated as an individual less than in my society simply because I had beautiful melanin weaved into my skin, then every day would feel like a draining and endless battle. I would do my best perhaps to lead by example and become a respected person in my society, but even then, it's not enough to be fearful of living a day-to-day -day normal life. That doesn't get to happen anymore. The state of our world is a reflection of the states we are individually in. It is incredibly important to use this time to educate ourselves, to simply learn so that we can sympathize with the pain people of color feel. If you are a person of color listening to this, I hear you. I feel you. I am angry for you. I honor you. And I want to be and do better for you. I will admit that I have said the N-word a few times before, which means that I have been completely ignorant to the humanity of people of color. But I promise that I will be and do better. It starts with me. It starts within. It starts with you. It gets to change. We will no longer tolerate it within ourselves or others. We get to fight for peace and love with peace and love. I will say right now that I am completely against violence, violent protests, and looting because it drowns our message. It causes more harm than good. When we fight with violence, it makes us just like the people we are fighting against. It is in these times that I'm also intentionally studying and looking at what great leaders in the past have done, what worked for them to cause massive reform. I look to leaders such as Mahatma Gandhi and Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and their incredibly successful methods have always stood with fighting fire with good, by embracing nonviolence. Our ability to embody what we stand for is more profound than smashing car windows or robbing stores. If you are using this time to take advantage of the chaos and strip people and businesses of their livelihood and innocence, you are a part of the problem. Black lives matter. If you justify your illegal actions by saying, oh, well, if you're against violence during this time, then you are actively saying that car windows and property are more important than Black Lives Matter, then you are a part of the problem. The bottom line of all of this is that we are demanding peace, we are demanding unity, and we are demanding love. How can we say that we care about other people's lives when we use weapons and violence to destroy innocent people's livelihood? How can you say that you stand for peace, unity, and love when you allow your emotions to cause you to react completely unjustly and unfairly towards others? It's the equivalent of thinking that if someone disrespects you, then you automatically have the right to disrespect them back. 
how can you expect anyone to understand the completely valid pain that we're all feeling right now if you project that pain onto them? Along with educating yourself and checking in on the people of color in your lives, I encourage you to support black-owned businesses. I encourage you to attend only peaceful protests. If you are afraid of going outside and catching the virus, then stay in your car with signs and protest. Or simply donate, sign petitions, send emails, talk to your friends and family about it, acknowledge what is going on, and find ways to do something about it. Every little thing matters. I encourage you to only fight with peace, respect, love, and unity because we get to lead by example. We don't get to stoop to the levels of ignorance and anger that has only showed and proved to add more problems. Above all, please stay safe. I will end this with a quote by Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. The method of nonviolence seeks not to humiliate and not to defeat the oppressor, but it seeks to win his friendship and understanding, and thereby and therefore the aftermath of this method is reconciliation. I urge you to ask yourself hard questions. Are you going to regret the actions that you did or did not take when the world needed you most? You get to decide. We have no choice but to make a choice now. We were born to create, and we get to create change. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Growing with Henna podcast. If you feel so moved, please share this episode with someone that you think would benefit from hearing this. It would mean the world to me and would support me in my journey of touching the lives of thousands of people, because life is a team sport.